Individual therapy can be such a rewarding process. Unfortunately, a lot of people reject it because they're afraid of the unknown. I am Naya B, therapist, author, speaker, educator, and influencer, and I welcome you to do individual therapy with me. Take this journey and listen as unfiltered and unscripted brave souls heal and share their stuff points. My hope is that someone listening can relate to their stories and get a perspective on how real therapy takes place. Who knows? Maybe one day decide to get some therapy of their own. But when you do, though, just come do it with me, Naya B. It is Naya B, and we are here for another session of Doing It with Naya B. And I got Nova here um, who wants to come on and process some things. So, uh, how you doing, Nova? I'm good. How are you? I am well. So, um, what made you want to do this with Naya B? Well, I saw you, um, well, think, post about you on Instagram and Facebook. And um, I watched some of your live uh, group therapy sessions and they were just amazing. And um, with all the things going on in my life right now, um, I have been thinking about actually, you know, going to therapy just to process some things. And you opened the door for me. So I just wanted to reach out and be a part of what you have going on. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Totally appreciate that. That's what it's all for. So what is something that's been pressing you? Like what made you want to get to this point where you're saying, hey, I really want to try some therapy? What what made you want to be more of an expert on your life than what you already are? Well, so my oldest son is uh, he recently turned 18 in January. And of course, what comes along with that is, you know, the transitioning into manhood, which he's been doing and he'll be leaving me soon. So I had him when I was 17. So we kind of sad to say we well, it's not sad to say what I'm thankful for him, but we grew up together like he's been there. He's seen my struggles of going through school, being the mother, juggling the job and doing all that. And now he's leaving me. So I just feel like a piece of me is leaving me and I'm just having a hard time dealing with that, especially with him being an African-American male. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like there's some anxiety there about your son leaving the nest and yes. more so not just him leaving the nest, but him going on through this journey without you. And you guys have been together basically since you were a kid. So y'all were, yes. you know, kids together. And, you know, they say yes. parenting is, is easy when they're little. It's harder when they become adults because you can't keep an eye on them that way. You just got to trust the process. Right. And it sounds like there's a little bit of anxiety there about, about his process into manhood. What's your biggest fear about him leaving? Uh, just something happening to him uh, and me not being able to get there, you know, with the things in social media, not social media, but the things that's going on in the world with the police and our black men. And that that's like just my biggest fear is him just being profiled and him not responding right and then just the worst case scenario happening. I can understand that. Have you had conversations with him about those fears? Yes. And how does he yes. respond? Oh, mommy, I'm gonna be all right. You know, don't stop the he actually helps me. Like, don't think like that. I know what to do, but you don't know what the other person is gonna do. So yeah. And and the reality is, you know, those are valid concerns. I mean, we've watched the news. We've seen what happens to our black men a lot of times and they don't, you know, sometimes it's like they don't stand a chance. And I totally right. get, you know, where you're coming from as a mom of, you know, uh, an adult son. I had my son mm-hmm. when I was 16. He'll be 25 this year. So okay. when he finally left, I 
totally can relate to the anxiety because I was worried and he likes to wear his hair all over his head. So I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. you really going to be a target. Look at how you wearing your hair. You know, I tried to put all these parameters and these restrictions on him, but I realized that I was just feeding into my own anxiety. And that instills a little bit more fear in them because believe it or not, they're scared too. They're scared Mm -hmm. too to go off on their own and, you know, figure out this world, not just as men, but as black men, as potential fathers, potential husbands. And at some point they sons, especially if they don't want to disappoint mm-hmm. their mothers. Right. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, I wonder, so yeah, there's some things that could happen. Police brutality, um, being stereotyped or anything like that being singled out, but what are some great things that could happen? He could be successful. Like he can accomplish his goals uh he can make me proud like you said he'll become an awesome husband an awesome father uh, continue to be a great son you know and be a good big brother to you know set that example for his siblings to follow so yeah so just as well as the negative things could happen the positive things can happen and believe it or not the positive things are happening way more than the negative but we don't see it that way and Usually it's because when we are watching things and taking certain things in, our negative side of the brain just kind of holds on to all of that, which is our right side of the brain. So our right side of the brain is where we hold a lot of negative memory, negative information, emotions. That's where your anxiety, your fears are and thought processes. And so when that happens, we have to intentionally be intentional about operating on the left side of our brain, which is where our positive memories and our positive emotions and things like that take place. And so the the way the brain works is like if we're not intentional about bringing that positive stuff into our lives, the negative stuff will automatically activate. So every okay. time you have a thought process that instills fear in you or that tells you to worry, then you have to be intentional about seeking out proof to support the fact that your son's going to be okay. Because the reality okay. is he's still got to go out there in the world. Even yeah. if he stayed with you 24-7, something could still happen. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't stop it. Fear doesn't stop anything from happening if it's going to happen. But what That's you can true. do is continue to have those conversations with him, because the reality is this. As a black man, sometimes, you know, more times than not, there is a target. But mm-hmm. there's also a lot more black men walking around here, still alive, still thriving, still breathing, still success, you know, still successful and doing everything that they can to protect their families and to be good sons and husbands and brothers. But the media just doesn't show that a lot. That's true. So you have to be intentional about seeking out proof to support that so that you can let go of your fears so that your son can go on and do great. Because if he's, if he loves his mama, if he a mama's boy concerned about his mama, want his mama be okay. Like you said, y'all grew up together. Your anxiety is going to make him more anxious. Because now the focus is going to be on making sure you're good and not really, you know, partaking in life the way that he needs to. Okay. One of the things that I learned was I had to be able to let my son go in order for me to relax. And it took me a while, like his first year away at school and navigating, like we had a process. Hey, I want to hear your voice every Sunday. I know you a texter, but I need to hear your voice. You know, I need to know that you're okay. And so sometimes I, I had to ask myself, like, what are some things I can put in place to help me get through this transition and know that he's going to be okay? So what are some things that you think you can implement for you and your son that'll help you as he as he nurtured, as he has, as he thrives. 
I think, like you said, I'm not going to call them every day because that's my first thing. Like, no, we need to talk every day. But maybe for the first week, do every day and then gradually decrease the time apart. So, yeah, I think what you said, um, hearing his voice texting, just let me know he's okay periodically through the day. Or just until I can maybe start once once he leaves, like sending him something encouraging every morning or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So where is he going? Is he going too far away? How far away is he going? So he's looking at a school in Mississippi. So he's a football player. He's the quarterback. So with the pandemic, their season is just about to start. So right now, everything is kind of on hold. But he's really interested in a, a college in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So that's like far, but I'm not going to think about that. I mean, we can get there. Yeah. I mean, think of all the ways that that he can thrive in all the way. You know, one of the things we we I think we don't do enough of is as moms, I just don't think we let our sons go enough. You know, I think I, I a lot agree. of times we coddle them and mm-hmm. we instill and, and this this fear in them because we're so worried and we're so anxious. But we don't realize that when we let them go, that's that's where they can learn and that's where they can come up with their own decision making. And we're not hovering over them, but we can check in and support them. But we want them to be good husbands. We want them to be good fathers, but we can't do that if we in their business. So that's true. <laughs> and it's OK to care and, con- and have concern. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't do that. What I am saying is do that with a boundary so that he can learn. And you got to trust that what you taught him is going to apply. You got to trust that you taught right. him well. I mean, what are some things right. you you taught him throughout his life that you think that he will carry with him that you see now in him? I think his, uh, most importantly, I think his morals and values and just to, you know, carry yourself, um, always think highly of yourself, always remember that nothing is impossible if you're willing to put in the hard work. He always reminds me of that, you know, just from, you know, seeing me accomplish the things I accomplished with having him. So, um, and then to just, uh, you know, being honest at all times and just being, you know, try to be the best person you could be. Okay. And you see him carry those things out in his life even now? Yes. Okay. Where is that trust when he's not with you? That's a good question. You know, to be honest, like now, uh, like, so when he first like started driving and stuff, I was worried. But now, now that you said that when he's out with his friends or I know he's doing something, I'm fine. So I guess it's just me thinking that he'll be gone from my home that I'm having a hard time, you know, processing. So thank you. Yeah, that that click. That was a click. A high moment. Thank you. No, you're welcome. No problem. I have a son. I have two sons. So I totally understand mm-hmm. and can relate. And I've also left home at an early age. And, you know, I we I think as someone who who's who's left, quote unquote, the nest um, with very little resources, I ended up turning out OK. And I had a baby with mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? So by the time I left for college, my child was two. So here I am away from home with a two-year-old and there was a lot of fear, a lot of, a lot of things that could go wrong. But I tell you this much, when there's, when there's faith, there's positivity, there's support, we'd be all right. We, we turn out okay. Just like you did. Mm-hmm. You had him at a young mm-hmm. age and, and what are you doing yeah. now? Look at you now. He's going to college. Mm-hmm. That is living yeah. proof that you got this. And that you mm-hmm. have instilled in him the same skills and tools that he needs to maintain this. You got to trust that. That is true. You got to okay. trust that. 
Think about, you know, outside of him driving, when was the last time you had some fear or some anxiety about every milestone and then it worked out? Right. That's true. Every time. and it's Every time. Fine, so. Yeah. <laughs> right? Every time. Yes. So when we think about it not working out, is that our fear or is that the fear that other people put on us? Yes, that's the fear that other people put on us. Because that's not your reality. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that it's not a reality, but I'm saying it's not your reality. Because your reality mm-hmm. shows that you get through fearful times. Your reality shows that you've raised a, a very smart man, young man. Your reality shows that even as a teen mom, you managed to get him to this point. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no proof unless there's something you're not telling me. There's no proof that it's not going to be OK. That's that's right. You're, you're right. Yeah. But this is normal. It's natural. I think every every young mom who's raised an independent young fella has gone through this. Right. Especially mm-hmm. when okay. it's not just so much as him being independent, but it's also like you, you're losing your friend that that heartbreak of the separation yeah, of you losing your I friend. Think, yeah. That's so true. Yeah, that is really true. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that piece, because believe it or not, there are a lot of moms, especially young moms who who can't separate from that. But it sounds like you're at least trying. So tell me what that's like for you. It's hard. And it's it's made me realize um, that as a parent, I've kind of like put myself on the hold for my children, which I'm not mad because I I um, I felt guilty when I'm. He was two. I had to work PM shift just to make it through school. So I missed some things and my mom helped out with them. So I felt guilty. So like once I was able to get on day shift, I'm like, I'm not missing a game. I'm not missing this. I'm going to be involved. And with that, like I kind of, you know, put my friendships with my own friends on hold. So of course, like my the, the kids schedule is everything on top of work and in school or whatever I have going on. So my personal life is kind of like on the hold. So now I'm like, man, was that a good thing to do? Or, I mean, it was, but now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to turn some things around. I have to start making time for myself and get back, you know, in, with self-care and all of that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You you sound like you're in that right position because that's what's supposed to happen. We're supposed to raise our children to become independent people, not to be with us forever because they got to go on and they got to keep on procreating and extending the family. Because number one, we're not going to be here forever, but we want to create legacies. Right. We want to make sure that our children right. are at least living out, you know, what they set out to do and what you raised them to do was to be a man. You know, yes, and, and the type yeah. of man you want to raise him to be is to be the head of a family. But he can't be the yes. head of a family if he's concerned about his mom, right? That's so, true. I don't want to be that mom. <laughs> I do not want him in my basement, in my living room couch, none of that. So, yes, that's true. And, you know, self-care is important because there's a lot of times that a lot of women and we give up our independence for the sake of others. That's just that's a natural thing that we do. Whether we do it as moms or wives or co-workers, we dedicate ourselves to our jobs. We we do a lot for other people and we very seldomly put ourselves first because of the, the guilt of putting ourselves first. We don't want to seem selfish or we don't want to seem like, you know, we're, you know, just putting all these people before our kids and other, all our priorities. Um, but the reality is, if you're no good, how are you going to be good in any role that you play? So as That's you're a woman first, before you were a mom, you were a woman. And Mm -hmm. that means that your primary role was a woman. 
your secondary right. role was mom and whatever other role you you put on. Because if you were no good, there was no way you could get up and feed your son. There was no way you right. can take care of your kids if you hungry. Mm-hmm. So as your child begins to leave, you got to ask yourself, my child ain't going to be here forever. If I don't want him in my basement, then I got to think about what am I going to do when he ain't it, when, when I'm not a mom anymore. I still got to be a woman. Yes. yes. You're not going to be, you're going to be a mom, but you're not going to be in the role, you know, uh, of that forever. Your kids are going to get older, mm-hmm. especially when they start to have their own friends. You saw it when he probably got to middle school and high school. It was like, all right, mama, friends came first, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. With all of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know they did. Yeah. And then when he gave uh-huh. him a nice little girlfriend that he love and care about, guess what? She going to come first, too. And that's just uh-huh. <laughs> how that go. So that's why you have to have a life. Okay. You know, make sure you're putting yourself first or, hey, go, get out, enjoy yourself so you can have a life. Because your life is now becoming your own again. Mm-hmm. Your life should be your own to begin with. But sometimes we give it so much to other entities that we don't know what to do when it's time for us to pour into ourselves. That's true. And it shouldn't be like that. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be like that. You You are a woman before you are a mom. And you have to take care of you because if you're no good, them kids are no good. Yes, thank you. That, and, well, that's another aha moment, I guess. You don't don't feel guilty. Just mm. do it. And kids yeah. can feed you. They can feel your energy. They feel your spirit. They can tell when you're not happy. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, kids want their mamas to be happy. They want their parents to be happy. Because when mm-hmm. you're not happy, they feel that. They feed that energy. And they're like, okay, so I'm up. I'm sure they can tell. So I'm up with mama. Mama tired. Mama mm-hmm. irritated. Don't say nothing to mama today. You probably don't have to say nothing. But they feel it and they know it. Okay. When you're happy, they're yeah. happy. And I'm telling you, if you are less anxious about your son moving on, then he will feel stronger about becoming independent. Even okay. if you are anxious, have an outlet where you can work that out. But you want to okay. be mindful of not instilling that anxiety on him because the pressures of having to play ball effectively, keep up good grades, do what he needs to do to focus, figuring out who he is now that he's not with his mama. Because believe it or not, he gonna go through some identity stuff as well. And that's normal for his age. Okay. But you don't want to add the frustration of him worrying about you and how you gonna be. Okay. You know, I mean, you want him to, you want him to know, I'm gonna be all right. I got this. You go and do what you need to do. But when you need me, I'm there. There's okay. so much freedom in that for a young mm-hmm. man. So much freedom in that. And I would, I would definitely encourage you to, um, Come up with some plans or some things that you can do for yourself the week after he's gone. I mean, the week of, you can prepare okay. to help him go, see him off, do all that stuff. But what's your plan for afterwards? What you going to do? Plan a, plan a girl's day, a spa day, go get, congratulate yourself on the win okay. of, a, of having a young man go off to college and choose himself and choose the life or a path for himself. That's, that's a celebratory moment for you and him. Okay. Because you did this and and a lot of people are not doing this thing called parenthood. You know, a lot of them are like, hey, I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I don't have time for this. Figure it out. But that doesn't sound like that's what you did. Mm-hmm. You got to celebrate the sacrifice. So what are you going to uh, do? Okay. <laughs> what you going to do for you? I would suggest that you come up with at least three to four activities that you can do for you to give yourself a pat okay. on the back. Okay. And then be, make it a routine. Something that you do okay. at least, you know, twice a month or every other week, 
however you choose to do it. But that would be my recommendation for you to start pointing to yourself positively to decrease some of that anxiety. Okay. Look at the facts. Look at the things that have happened for you and him throughout this journey in a positive light. All the times that it's been okay. Use that as evidence to support the fact that anxiety is just a lie. Okay. That would be my suggestion for you. Okay. It sounds like a good plan to start off with. What are your thoughts right now? Are you like your wheels are spinning? Yeah. And it's just making me think like, man, it's like I might have anxiety in multiple areas of my life. And yeah. So I, yeah, how you just says like the, it's the fear of the unknown is not likely to happen. It's just like, yeah, I need to process some things in like different areas of my life. I always think like the what ifs this, ha- like maybe I need to stop thinking like that, like the fear of things. Yeah, it happens to a lot of us. And when you're more mindful of it, you can get ahead of it. Think about all those things, not just your role as a mom, but even at work or whatever it is that you do, all of the fears that you have, sit down and ask yourself, like, is there proof? Why am I feeling this way? Where is this coming from? Even if you have to make a list about it, I'm big on lists, love my list. But even you have to sit down and and write down all those things that you have fear on. I want you to, you know, circle the facts and cross out the opinions. Okay. The facts have evidence. Opinions do not. And if Uh there is an opinion there that says, hey, this is not going to go right. Um, and you have no proof of that, you need to explore where that's coming from. Okay. Like, when, when, was there ever a time where something like this, you know, uh, you were worried about and it came true? You know, I mean, because if, if it did, then okay, we got something to work with. But if it didn't, then you you have to consider letting it go. Okay. But, you know, okay. you know, I follow up with you, you know, I'm going to check in with you and we'll be okay. um, chit chatting again about this progress and about this list and all those things that you got lined up for yourself to do as a woman, because okay. that's really, right. really important. Yes. So, yes, yeah, so thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Do you have any uh, questions, thoughts, ideas? Uh, not right now. No, I'm just going to think tonight, make a list, you know, and then start brainstorming or, you know, what I can do to continue to pour into my son. And yeah, instead of me saying, oh, you got this. Well, that's him, really. I got 75 days of graduation. Da, 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 da. I'm like, you got it. We going to party and you going to go. So I'm going to yeah. start changing how I, yeah respond to him. So thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. And be mindful about the, the, the heartbreak that you're feeling right now with the separation. Cause that's what it is. The separation anxiety is, okay. you know, something that you've become so attached to over the years. And I think a lot of times we forget, like, this is temporary. Like, yeah, your son's okay. going to always be a part of you, but he's going to be his own man one day. And I think a lot of times as moms, we forget that. And so in order to balance that out, we got to have something for ourselves gotta have something for yourself I tell my son all the time you gonna have to schedule a month in advance when you start having kids and a wife for babysitters because I'm gonna be out traveling I'm I'm not the grandma type like I got a life too you know but we gotta wow for that but you definitely want to get into the habit of having a life for you okay having a life for you is important so questions thoughts ideas for me before we go no I just want to thank you again I appreciate it so much.
No problem. Thank you so much, Nova. And for those of you who want to follow me, you can catch me on Instagram at author underscore Naya underscore B. We appreciate Nova for coming on and processing with us today. And hopefully we'll hear more from her later on and I'll give you guys some follow-up and feedback. But uh, check me out on Instagram and I'll see you guys on the flip side. Thanks.